my friends, I speak to you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, from Mark's Gospel, echoes, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth from Genesis. John the Baptist, wearing the skins of a prophet, eating locusts and honey that are like the sweetness of manna from heaven, is like the prophet Elijah, whose return would bring the new age. John lives in the wilderness, the place of mystery of the unknown, standing in the Jordan River, where the entry of the Jewish people into the new and holy promised land took place. John is the opener, not only the opening act for Jesus, but also the opener of the heavens, the herald and bringer of the eschatological age. When John baptized Jesus, the skies opened for the inbreaking of the Spirit, and with that dove descending, this new time began. John baptized with water for repentance and the forgiveness of sins. They sin and then evolve from ritual bathing for removing physical impurity so as to stay in keeping with the Torah and to maintain Jewish cultural identity and continuity. And then Jesus baptized in the Spirit to bring purification through the transformation of one's life and even deeper fulfillment of the Spirit of Torah. John pointed to, and Jesus fulfilled, a new creation, not only all of creation, but the new creation within each soul. John makes straight the way of the Lord. Our reading is a call for us to open the way of the Lord within ourselves. The second letter of Peter speaks of yet another new creation at the end of time when Jesus comes again and so we wait. We wait for the birth of Jesus in our church year. We wait for the rebirth of Jesus and new life in our hearts. We wait for the time when he will come again, when all things will be set right. Peter's letter tells us that God is waiting, too. God is waiting for the repentance, for the metanoia, for the turning of each of us and all the world toward God. God's waiting is in kindness, in fulfillment of the promise to Noah, never again to destroy creation, and then not wishing that anyone should be punished or perish. God waits for us and for all the world to 
with God's help, heal and to come around. We usually think about our faith in God, but Peter's second letter tells us about God's faith in all of us, God's children. The winter skies darken, the days shorten, wars rage in the corners of the globe, and as Reverend Nancy said last week, we can cry out for God to tear open the heavens and fix everything. This wish is sometimes expressed in Scripture as apocalyptic visions, the way in which God's people cried out for healing and the overcoming of loss and depression. Our reading from Peter has an apocalyptic vision when the very elements of creation will melt in fire. The book of Mark has its own little apocalypse where Jesus foretells that the <coughs> Jerusalem temple will be brought down and not one magnificent stone left atop another. In other years of Advent, we hear from the book of Daniel terrible visions and monsters in that book's apocalypse. They all express raw human fear and perhaps anger. And that brings us to another aspect of Advent. We have real concerns for the world, for society, and for ourselves. Societies and we ourselves can build structures in which we place our faith and by which we understand ourselves. Economic security, job security, national security, or politics. But these are all more ephemeral features and spirits of this world and less the eternal things of God. Adam Smith, in his writing, The Wealth of Nations, referred to a world economy being controlled by an invisible hand that guides where in the world laborers perform and that's where wealth flows and accrues. And while Adam Smith may have been thinking more about whether work was done in England or in France, his economic model is still useful in our globalized world, in particular as it points out the fragility of placing our faith in a job or in an economy or in political constructs. Because the invisible hand has no soul. Yet, it is human to identify ourselves in our social groupings with these worldly constructs. But within ourselves, we can find that a temple we have built from these materials has started to fall. And the great apocalyptic beasts of economic and job insecurity or illness or loss can terrify our inner being. These terrors of Advent Scripture can thus be somehow real in our own lives in the little apocalypses of our time. 
They can make us turn inward, to shrink and to shy away. The prescription from the grandmothers in the little town where I grew up was to take these burdens and give them on over to the Lord. That is certainly a good answer, but what if our fear is a fear so great that we, in our humanity, are afraid to speak it to God? What if there is a loss so great that we can't rise from it to talk to God? What if there is somewhere within us a loneliness that is too great to understand or to share? That is, I think, what Advent is for. To find a way to let the heavens open. And in that light, in breaking to our lives, to remember that a baby was born, that a star shone in heaven, that angels and wise ones can come into our lives and with them light. Advent is a darkness into which each day we pick up the artist's brush of our souls and add streaks of brightening gold and open ourselves to a coming light. And that light is the love and mercy of God. Opening ourselves to God in this gentle way is not just giving our burdens on over to the Lord, but giving ourselves on over to the Lord. That is Advent. Apocalypse in human experience is all too often the result of violence manifested by those seeking power. Yet remember that by the hands of Jesus, who has the power, comes only healing, gentleness, and teaching. Let us make straight the way of the Lord. Be gentle. Bring healing. Allow yourself to be healed. Open your heart to the gentle opening of the heavens. Allow the wonder of a baby and of an inspiriting dove and of the risen Lord into your hearts. Make straight the way of the Lord. God awaits us. Amen.